Hey, Mom. Hey, Sub. How about a little cup of book tea? That sounds so good. As always, we're here to spill the tea on today's hottest books. And today, we're spilling from the great outdoors. Yes. So if you hear the birds a-chirping, the wind a-blowing, we're just enjoying nature. Much like Henry David Thoreau. (laughs) Enjoying a nice spring day. This is the first ever outdoors podcast. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. However, we won't be re-recording it. So. Yeah. So. (laughs) So either. (laughs) If a plane flies by (laughs) or a train. Yeah. Not many trains out here. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Don't know if you have train tracks. (laughs) I don't think so. Do you? Yeah. We have train tracks really close. Where? Uh, Oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do trains even go through there? Mm Mm-hmm. All the time. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, people complain about it all the time, but we grew up. I grew up in Cary, and we're right near the train tracks yeah. in Cary, so I like don't even hear it because I'm so used to it. Are you on the right side of the train tracks? Yeah, for okay. sure. So just barely though, because you're flirting <laughs> yeah. with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna discuss the Midnight Library. Is yes. it Matt Haig? Matt Haig. Yep. Um, and I do want to give a little heads up that if you've read it, you know, but if you're listening and you have not read it, the book discusses themes of a lot of darkness and mental health. So if that can be triggering to mm-hmm. you, I wouldn't recommend listening. And I do have a lot of thoughts on those topics. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to make it clear. I, Maul, am not a mental health professional and Seb <laughs> is, is also, also not. <laughs> not a mental health professional. So nothing is medical advice. Just speculation. Did I cover all my Experience? bases? Yeah, I think so. Don't sue me. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Seb, you got to fill us in. She is fresh and bronzed and glowing. Yes. Fresh off the boat. Fresh as they say. off the boat. Still got her sea legs. <laughs> How was your freaking cruise? It was great. It was a good time. Um, I We went on a cruise for Blake's 30th birthday, um, mm-hmm. and it was super fun. It was really nice to unplug and not have our phones at all, really, the whole time. Sounds like heaven. <laughs> yeah, it was super nice. And then um, we had the unlimited drink package, so, you know, icing on top. We just walked <laughs> up with our CPAS card. They swiped it, and we moved on. It was That great. is crazy. Yeah. Isn't it up to, like, 15 a day? No, as many as you want. Oh, because Sandy just got yeah. back from, and they could have 15 a day, and she's like, we never even got freaking oh, close. Yeah. Like, I can't No, imagine. it wasn't. Um, there was no limit. There, wow. You could definitely Scary. see the people that yes. were going for that. Yeah. But it also, like, the deluxe package is what we got, which includes all the alcohol, but there's, a like, a lower beverage package that includes soda and water and stuff. Uh-huh. So that's all included in the deluxe price as well. Oh, nice. Which was really nice because then, like, we got water bottles every time we went up to the bar. We got lots of Coke from the machine. We got, like, specialty coffees. So all that went into the price that we were paying to yeah. not just alcohol, which nice. is really nice. But then, I mean, it's easy to drink, like, six pina coladas a day. I guess so, because so. it's like drinking juice. Yeah, seriously. Well, yeah. so what was your favorite part? What was your favorite destination? And yeah. what was your favorite on-boat activity? So we went to Nassau, Bahamas, and then the perfect day at Coco Cay, which is Royal Caribbean's <laughs> own island. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was my favorite part. Their island was awesome because uh-huh. your drink package and your food is all um, mm. included on the island. Yeah. So you just get a walk off the boat. There's towels, there's pool chairs, there's pools, there's beaches, there's a water park, like all kinds of stuff. So you just, you don't even need anything when you walk onto the island and it's just the people from your boat. So that was really nice. And it was a beautiful day. The water was so pretty. Mm. There was like a swim up bar. Um, it's like ultra private, right? Yeah. It's just, oh yeah. Just, yeah. yeah literally there was two Royal Caribbean cruise ships that were there and that okay, was it. Cool. Those are the only people. And so that was really cool. 
we did like a quick little, we got off the boat in Nassau, we walked around the little shops and we got back on the boat. Yep. <laughs> and love that, that. Yep. That was great. Um, being on the boat when most of the people were still off the boat was really nice too. I love that. And then favorite thing on the boat. I don't know. Um, the, I mean the food, like yeah. the food was so good. Oh, we got the best table at our dinner restaurant. Mm -hmm. We thought that we had the 530 dining time. And so I had emailed or we did have it. And I had emailed. and was like, hey, is there any way we could get the late dining time? Um, and they were like, no, it's full, but we'll put you on the waiting list. So I never got notified, but we got changed to the my time dining, which is like you get a pick when you go. Love that. And so we we showed up at 530 for the first night. And they were like, oh, well, actually, you have my time dining. So you need to come go go to dinner at 645 or later at this other dining place. And we're like, well, can we just see it now? And they're like, yeah, just wait 10 minutes. And we'll see if we can see you. Mm -hmm. So we got we waited. They sat us at the nicest table right on the window. Literally, mm. our waiter and the yes. head waiter and everyone was like, you guys got the best table. Amazing. And we're like, so can we get this table tomorrow? And they were like, yeah, just come back. And if the, the family that's supposed to be here doesn't show up you can have it again we got it all three nights see okay i feel like i've never told you this but i've been reflecting on it i yeah. feel like you in general have like really good luck with things <laughs> like I you always know. you always and maybe it's hard work too yeah but you're always talking about like how you have a free something and i'm like how do you have a free <laughs> something like you have a free you said you listened to this via you had a free credit and you don't even oh, know how yeah. you had it. Well, I do. I know I paid for it at some point okay. and I just, I hadn't used it. In but I months. feel like you always, you, you're the kind of person who like literally always has like a gift card or like. <laughs> I do always have gift cards. Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive. But then I feel like you're, I kind of want to go on trips with you purely out of like the serendipity <laughs> that you bring with you. I do feel like, like, cause with our Europe trip, we got so lucky with the weather. So yes. I feel like that type of thing. I do get pretty lucky with like a lot of our wedding days are supposed to rain all day and then yeah. we get beautiful weather. I feel like those types of things I get really lucky with, but I feel like other things that people get lucky with, like meeting celebrities or like, yeah, you know, I'd, stuff like that. I feel like I never, none of that ever happens to me. But I'd rather like stumble <laughs> upon like the best of something yeah. while paying for not yeah. the best of something. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so that was great. Um, there was like a pizza place that you could get until four a.m. all day. Love, love, get pizza. love. It was really good pizza too. And um, there was this place called Fish and Chips, and it was like a chicken tenders and chips and a fish and Clever. chips place. And that was right by the pool. So just all kinds of stuff. It was really good. I was worried that the like weekend cruise was going to be really short, but I think it was a really good amount of time. Yeah, um, how many nice. days was it? It was Friday to Monday. So it was three nights. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So it was, and it was the flight to Orlando, which is where it left from. It's like an hour, an hour, 10, 20 minutes or something. It's direct, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it was super easy travel. I'm like, yeah, I would do that again in a heartbeat because you're only gone Friday to Monday. Yeah. The flights are really easy. You can fly in on Friday. You can fly out on Monday. Yeah. I bet Orlando is one of those where they got flights going all day. Oh, yeah. It's like do. flying to New York from, mm -hmm. or Boston or anything from North Carolina. Anything East Coast, really, a big city. Oh, yeah. It's so easy and it's way cheaper. I just it discovered, is. I just looked. Flights to Nashville are are like a hundred dollars. Really? Yeah, and Ooh. I had no idea. I want to go. I know. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I want to find a concert and go. Is what I want. Yeah, my yeah. sister's seeing George Strait. And, I know. Uh, Chris Stapleton. That's gonna be amazing. Uh, she didn't yeah. even know Chris Stapleton was part of it I know. until like recently. Yeah. So imagine. Ugh. So good. That kind of serendipity as well. 
Did you see all the stuff from Taylor Swift's Nashville concerts with the rain and yeah. everything? Yeah, crazy. Yes, my friend, um, her husband surprised her Ugh. with tickets. Oh my gosh. In Nashville, and she didn't know till like five days before. That's amazing. But it was for I think it was the Sunday night that it mm-hmm. was raining. Yeah. And so they were out there and it kept getting delayed, kept mm-hmm. getting delayed. And then she got a migraine, so she literally like oh, didn't see her. No. I know. Oh, and that's I that's so sad. And it's like you can't push through a migraine. I know. Especially at a concert. At a concert. Your head is throbbing. Yeah. I would be oh, so upset. That but sucks. like Because she performed for four hours that night. Yeah. As like a And then it's like paying waiting. the fines for yeah. breaking curfew. Uh-huh. My, Kyle oh. said he heard somewhere that this after this tour, she'll be a billionaire. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Because she's supposed to like in profit make mm-hmm. like half a billion dollars Dang. from this but i was gonna text you the other day but then i forgot and um <laughs> uh, because i obviously if you're on tiktok or any form of social media you're seeing your friends and friends of friends and strangers at these uh, concerts yeah i really regret not same 100 percent. i really really i do. have been stalking ticket prices at any of the ones that i could possibly go to to see yep. like mm, anything under a thousand dollars no, yep. there isn't. I know. And I almost wonder if it would have been worth it to splurge, like, to join that crazy line and all the yeah. stuff with Ticket. Was it Ticketmaster? Mm-hmm. That, where it went crazy. Um, because I always say I'm not like a Swifty, um, but I think I am. I know. And I think I think this is going to be one of those concerts that our generation talks about forever. Yes. And we weren't there. I know. I'm and, really sad. And like, you, I'm sure you saw the TikTok where uh, she's doing Bad Blood. And she's like, she wasn't doing yes. anything. Stop. Yes. So now everybody's going to start singing Bad yes. Blood that way. Because I've already seen I know. TikToks. Um, the security guard version. That's yes. That's what I saw. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I just wish I could have done it. Like, I know. It would have been really emotional, I think. And mm-hmm. she, she's like master of marketing because this whole surprise song thing so cool has me on the edge of my every seat day and i'm not even going I know. i'm like what did she do next? i look it up every day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i heard she just did forever and always yep. i was like that would have been one of mine would have died yeah what would your two be oh that's so hard. if you need to think about it wait i need to think about it there so i mean there's hard. so many i yeah. would just go i mean dear john is one of mine Ooh, for sure. That's not and on the set list. It. Um, yeah, and it's not on the set oh, list, but she played it as a surprise song. That's a good one. Um, would you see my issue is like I'd be like anything from Red, but yeah, I would really want Begin Again. Oh, um, I love that. And there's just so many that I love. I know. I'd be happy with anything, honestly. <laughs> well, it, mostly the old songs. And then I'd love like Stay Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. Or I'd lie. I love Fearless is so like I was in high school, you mm-hmm. were in high school too. And so like that has so much like teenage angst behind it for yes. me. So even though I wasn't actually experiencing that, but <laughs> <laughs> so I love anything from Fearless. Um I'm really excited for the speak now. Taylor's oh my version. Gosh, yeah. So excited for that. And have you heard about this potential Taylor Swift memoir thing? No. Okay. So this is crazy. I've Heard them talking about it on the toast. Okay. So great podcast. <laughs> um, and my details are going to be absolutely factually inaccurate because I can't remember all the details. But basically, there's a book available for pre order mm-hmm. that's coming out on like July 9th or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. No author, no title. Oh. But there's a bunch of Swifties who are tr- like 
absolutely sure yep. that it's her memoir. I love that. Um, which, if anyone needs a memoir, I mean, come oh, on. absolutely. Uh, and I love that if she, if it is, if she's releasing one right now, that she hasn't, because I would think that she would have already had mm-hmm. one. So it's really cool after 10 albums yeah. uh, and being like a superstar, oh, uh, yeah. breaking every single imaginable record um so we'll definitely do that for the podcast That's, i was gonna say out. i think we're gonna have to break our nonfiction band yeah to do that for yeah. sure <laughs> which i feel like we sound like crazy swifties and i don't know that we're like that crazy no i just think she's had such an impact on our generation yes. of women that yeah. it's just like how can you not be yeah you either like i mean if you're not a swifty or you don't like like her you hate absolutely hate her yeah which is, i don't think there's that many people that are like that i know because it's hard to not respect yes. what she's built exactly. and the thing that most impresses me about taylor swift is her the way that she manages her own like celebrityness mm-hmm. because she is one of the most famous people on the planet yeah but you never see paparazzi no you we nobody knew that she and her boyfriend had broken up mm-hmm. like in December. Yeah. Um, she's just like really autonomous. Like you yeah. know what she lets you know. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of I know badass. I love that. Yeah. So I did see that she's gonna be releasing her like European dates um pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So like There's a wasp. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is the um fun of the outdoors. Yeah, great outdoors. Yeah. It's gone now. Okay. Um so maybe we should um, go to one of her European dates. Oh my, that is something that I feel like in 10 years, I'll be able to be like, yes, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, flights to um, Europe are like the same as flights to California. That's so true. So That is so true. Maybe we should look into it. Yeah, we could. Especially if we could get tickets like at a normal price. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I was looking into Morgan Wallen tickets I in Canada, and they're way more in Canada, which I, I thought looked. they would be less. Yeah, because um, our do- the dollar is stronger than the Canadian dollar. I never know what that means. <laughs> it just means that our dollar is worth more than theirs, so typically the conversion rate is in our favor. But See, but even when you say, I don't know what that means, <laughs> like, does that mean? <laughs> it means, okay, so their, their one dollar one Canadian dollar equals like one fifty of our dollars. Yeah, but I thought that was a choice. Like pesos. You need like a kajillion pesos. That's not a choice. That just means their money and their economy is weaker than ours. That it's like oh. Yeah, it's like a world thing. Like so the, the stock ideal market and stuff. dollar would be there's 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 an ideal dollar somewhere. Like a, an yeah. ideal dollar amount. Um, I didn't I thought it was just like they like change or something. No, so like the pound is always not always, but typically is stronger than our dollar, which is yeah. why it costs so much more to buy things over in um, okay. the UK. I just thought it was like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> so, like in Mexico, yeah. are they like, crap? Our peso is so weak. What can we do to make our peso stronger? Mm, probably to some degree, but I think they probably just accept that it's never going to okay. be the dollar. So that's interesting because I had no idea. I think that's why a lot of people want to leave Mexico. Because when I like study abroad, when I study abroad, <laughs> um, the euro and the dollar were basically, basically exactly equal. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, okay, cool. So the people who use the euro have decided that it's similar to the American dollar. <laughs> I didn't realize it was like determined by. Yeah. 
economics. It is. Yep. Um, I do have a business degree. Yeah. There's your um, econ <laughs> lesson for the day. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Well, what else is there to cover? What are you reading? Um, I just finished the book I think I was talking about last time. Um. And now I can't remember what it's called. Um, These bees on. are reminding me why I'm never outside. <laughs> the bee is less scarier, less scary than the wasp, though. The bee is louder, though. So. It is. That's true. Okay. Um, I just finished the language of food. Oh, how was it? Annabelle that was your random Apps. pickup. Yes, it was really good. I liked it. Um, it was like a little slow because it, it was a historical fiction, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of history behind it, and I didn't even know until the end that the main character is based off of a real person. Um, so that was cool. Um, it was very interesting and I liked all the descriptions of the food and stuff. And it was about a woman who, an unmarried woman, she's like 35 and unmarried. So, you know, she's a spinster. Yes. Um, in the like 18 somethings. Of course. And, um, she just like give her the chair. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's a poet. Um, but she sells like her first book of poems which is like not okay for a lady to be writing basically. of course they should not know um, how to spell literally like her mom is just hates that she writes poetry and so she sells her first copy of poems and disgraces her family <laughs> so then she tries to sell her second um book of poems and the the like what do you call it the person you're selling the books editor to? or publisher publisher the publisher is like no, I don't want a woman's book of poems. Write a cookbook for me. <laughs> so that's what she's like flabbergasted. She's like, no. But then she decides to write a cookbook and um, it's like a famous thing. And evidently a lot of famous authors at that time ended up writing cookbooks because they it's when cookbooks became what they are today. Where yeah. they're like beautiful and yeah. well written and stuff like that. Before they used to just be like throw this Recipes, fish yeah. and this rice in and there was no measurements or anything. So that was really interesting. But I do think it's important to acknowledge how that has negatively impacted the way that we in 2023 look up recipes because I cannot stand looking up a recipe online mm-hmm. and I have to scroll through oh, yeah. somebody's family history and how like this coleslaw means so much to yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I do love when websites have a jump to the recipe. Yes, I love that. And I think 99% of them do, which is yes. great, but when they don't, it's horrible. Yeah. And that has come with food blogging. Oh, yes. Which is different than like cuz a cookbook still they may have a little blurb about it, but usually it's just the recipe. Yeah, does anybody read it? Do you think the blurb? Um, like on not not the blurb. Like I think people read a blurb in but their like the actual whole physical cookbook. But no. in, yeah, in unless a, you love that person and like you're that's yeah. the whole reason you follow. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I just feel like it's a lack of awareness of um. You should know your customers. Yeah. You know, know your audience. They're here for food. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they're just like fully loaded with SEO words, and that's the purpose oh, that's of true. it. That's true. That's true. And so they don't care. Okay, testing, testing, testing. We, yeah. Yep. We're good to go. <laughs> what had happened was, yeah. <laughs> everything got overheated and it stopped recording. Um, so we're back in the great indoors. <laughs> you did miss some good eight minutes of content. Yep. Um, so let's just like run it back, I guess. Yeah. Um, we were cut off right in the middle of the recipe discussion. Yes. But the Seb's comments about SEO made me remember something, which was (laughs) my thoughts on the, it ends with us photos from filming. So Seb, give us your thoughts on Blake Lively and Jason, Justin, Justin, Justin Justin Baldoni. Yeah. 
Man, Blake Lively looks so bad in, yeah. like, how? She's gorgeous. She's I have absolutely zero idea how they made her look so horrible. The outfit is atrocious. Yeah. She looks like a, like, 65-year-old woman. Like, yeah, like a, like a, never mind. Like someone that would go feed the pigeons in <laughs> yes. Central Park. Yes. Like, a homeless person. <laughs> That's what she looks like. That is far more PC yeah. than what I was thinking. It's yeah. horrible. Um... It's really bad, and I feel disingenuous, like, having this conversation twice. Yeah, I know. We literally just had it, so it feels, like, super stupid. But my theory is that it's a marketing thing that they're doing because everybody has been very loud about their disapproval Mm -hmm. of an older cast uh, when the characters are, like... Yeah. Like, literally, like, 22. yeah. Yeah. So I think... I just do not believe that Blake Lively is going to look like that. I, I think it's a, like a, I just really hope to not. generate buzz yeah. because people aren't seeing movies as much anymore. Mm-hmm. People are disappointed by the cast. And I think they're just trying to lean into how many news articles they get. It's mm-hmm. very clickbaity, like yeah. the pictures. That's so um, true. But that is a little conspiracy. So I don't know. Like, I really hope that's the case because it's so off. It's I just don't even close. I don't think Colleen would let her look like that. Like how would she be like, yes, that's the Lily Bloom that I wrote about. Right. How? So I don't know. Yeah. Do you know when it's supposed to come out? No, I don't think I've seen a release date. I'm not gonna look it up. Yeah. But yeah. I feel we like, will absolutely have to watch it. Yeah. Her hair has been red for a long time. Remember when yeah. she posted about it? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Not. I feel like it can't take too much longer. Yeah. Who knows? So that's that on that. We also yes. previously discussed how neither of us has even thought once about the last thing he told me, the oh, yeah. TV show. We both watched the pilot mm-hmm. and uh, never went back. And I don't plan to. Life's yes. too precious. And as we know from this book, The Midnight Library, yes. life is too short. Literally. Maybe in a parallel universe, I watched the, watched whole, the whole thing. <laughs> and was really bored and yeah. regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> that would go back into the Book of Regrets. Yes. <laughs> and I'd have to undo it. Yep, that would be one more regret that mm-hmm. is not currently in the Book of Regrets. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's really meta really fast. Yeah, so <laughs> we were also discussing what we've read lately because we yes. went off on a little tangent and I was saying I have been reading really slow. Mm-hmm. Actually, I need to stop saying I was saying. Yeah, yeah. We're here. Yes. Like, you guys weren't there so I don't need to do that. Yep. I've been reading slower this year. <laughs> yes. But I, this time last year, I had read 400 books, I think. Was my, <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at this point, I think I have read like 26. You mm-hmm. said you've read... 33. Yeah. Yep. So, which is still like a, a lot. butt ton of books, but it is funny because when we started this podcast, I feel like because the books we, we choose for the podcast are like really famous very very popular books mm-hmm. so they're not always books i would naturally grab yes because I, I like to read really popular thrillers mm-hmm. um but when we first started this podcast i was reading so many books it was just like oh what's another yeah but now when we have this one and like I, which we kind of subdivide like half of our episodes are these really popular books and the other half are from our twisted sisters thriller book club so it's guaranteed two books a month yeah and I haven't been reading much more than no, that. I so. don't either. Because <laughs> like, I, w- I think I had said 
yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> in our previous conversation, <laughs> yeah, this is hard to do. It but, is. So I had picked up the next book that I'm going to read, which is the second book in of um, Six of Crows. It's a fantasy book, but it's really, really thick. And so I've been, it's been daunting to read it because I'm just like, oh, it's going to take me forever. So I haven't yeah. even started yet. I've carried it upstairs and I've carried it downstairs. Yeah. And I carry it upstairs and I carry it downstairs. Uh-huh. But because also I know I have to read the book club book next week. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I don't really want to read this, get a hundred pages in and then mm-hmm. finally get into it and then have to put it down and read yeah. the book club book. So that has been kind of hard. And then by the time we read the book club book, we'll have another book tea book. Yes. yes. Which is not exactly. going to be Six of Crows. No, it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> we should pick something that's really short <laughs> for the next one. Yeah, we should. A really short and popular. Maybe like, hmm. I don't know. We'll have to think about it. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. So our next our next book is Rachel. Uh, not Rachel Red. Rachel Red is a photographer that I oh, know of. Shout out to um, Rachel Red. Run on Red is our next book. That the is our thriller. Book. It's free on Kindle Unlimited. Yes. I, everything I've heard says it's a really quick read. Yeah. That's good. So we'll do and that. Then, yeah. We'll on the next episode we'll announce our next. Book. Yeah. When we figure it out. Yeah, once we it's not that we're decided. Like, it's not like we know and we're yeah. just like gatekeeping generally don't. We know. have no idea. Um okay. And this also led me to explain that a lot of my lack of reading is because of a surplus of Bravo watching. Oh yeah. And I'm not gonna sing again as I did before. <laughs> which is Sorry. a bummer. Yeah. That's you, a bummer. You're missing out on that. And that's your fault. <laughs> not Seb, but you. Yeah. Um so tonight. Today's Wednesday. We are recording on May 17th, which is the finale of Vanderpump Rules. This is extremely significant, more so than another finale, because if you are even remotely living in this world in this time, you know there's a lot of Vanderpump Rules drama right now. So they wrapped up filming in like August or September of 2022, and they never film at this time of year. Uh, so, like, last week's episode was supposed to be the finale, but all of this affair stuff broke out in March. So, tonight's finale is all new content from when the affair came out, and it's going to be freaking wild. Yeah, that's really exciting. I'm so excited, because yeah. the teasers have been amazing, like, and even the finale was so good. I just can't believe that the show is still giving me so much, <laughs> um, and I can't wait I've been counting down the hours. Um, wait, I just, I, I feel like joyful. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm very happy for you. <laughs> okay. Joy in other people's pain. Yes. No. No. Joy in, well, in Raquel's pain. Yes. yes because yeah. Raquel is going to get smashed. Yeah. And okay. there's no way around it. Yeah. So is Tom Sandoval. Tom Sandoval looks like yeah. a freaking fool all the time, and I love it. What's so funny is I heard someone say someone's name, and that was the person's last name, but it wasn't him. They were talking about a different person. And Schwartz? I, uh, no. Another VPR person? No, no, no. no. Just a random oh, person, and yeah. I was like, oh, Vanderpump. <laughs> like, and I don't even watch it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, but you're open to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just like, I kind of wish I could just skip it all and get to this season. You could start later and I'll fill in gaps for you. Except okay. you would love the early season. Yeah. Okay. It's hard if you, if you know, you know, Laura Lee um, from season one. 
And a lot of people reference her. Well, people, we still talk about Laura Lee because she's psychotic. <laughs> um, but you know what's something I hate, by the way? What? Uh, I hate this for everything. Um, but there's people on TikTok who are like, I feel like if you didn't start VPR from the very beginning in like 2012, then you don't deserve to be doing this. I'm like, uh, ew. Why? People do that for everything. Yeah. They're like, if you didn't like, it's like this, gatekeeping. But yeah, yeah it's yeah. so stupid. Yep. I feel like it's for everyone at yep. any time. Gatekeeping is the new gaslighting. So true. Like that word, and people still use gaslighting a lot, but gatekeeping is the new one. It that is. everyone is obsessed with. Yes, it is. Gatekeeping. No. But it is gatekeeping. It's like, it shut is. up. You're not cool. It's like, if you really like something, you want other people to like it too. Yeah. So why wouldn't you invite them in? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Taylor Swift. That's literally gatekeeping. Ga- <laughs> yeah. Look at the number of people at her shows. It's also literally the point of this podcast. Yeah. Is that we are bandwagoning. Yeah, exactly. We're just reading popular books. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, so there. <laughs> Can't see, but we're making really wide eyes. Yeah, as wide as we can. As we, yeah, we both have freshly been Botox, so our expressions are limited, <laughs> which we love. Oh, yeah. I'm made of glass. <laughs> okay, should we do these uh, oh, yeah. reviews? I guess we should We should get into the book. I think it's been like over 30 minutes. We've had a lot to catch up on. We I, have. I, it actually, you said your trip was three days. It was yeah. not. It was two weeks. <laughs> yeah. No. I cannot believe you've been gone for three days. I was technically gone four days. Thursday to Monday. Because we went to Universal, too. But Yeah, but I can't believe that. I it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And I saw you, like, right, like, that week, too. So. I. That's so. I did not know it was a weekend cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Um, Midnight Library. Let's do our one star okay. and then what we rate it. Because I like when we okay. do that at the beginning. Because okay. again, not gatekeeping. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. My one star uh, is from Jelini. Mm-hmm. This book's message could have been inscribed on an inspirational poster or a very large coffee mug. <laughs> one star. <laughs> okay. I'm going to branch out. And do a two star. Oh. Because okay. I like to include two stars because maybe they're following our rules as well. Like yeah. where a two star is the worst they've ever oh, read, that's but they true. finished it. Yeah. Okay. Because if you're new here. That's our rating system. One star is reserved only for DNFs, mm-hmm. but DNFs, as in do, did not finish, DNFs that you put in a solid effort. Like at yes. least, I don't know, 50 to 70 pages. Yes. Because you worked hard. Yes. But it was so bad you had to stop. Yep. So two star means they finished it. Yep. Okay, this one's really long. I just want to um, point out a couple of things because it made me think. Emily May says, for almost three years, I have resisted. Friends told me to read this. Goodreads told me to read this. You'll like it, they promised. But I didn't like how to stop time and I didn't finish The Humans, I replied. Shh, this one's different. <laughs> it sounds like one of those books where a depressed person with lots of regrets decides their life has worth because if they'd made different choices, they'd still be unhappy. Oh, no, it's not that. Sorry, but it is that. The best thing about this book is that it's a super quick read with really short chapters, but I am too cynical for this kind of story. The Midnight Library is a very self-helpy novel with a number of cliche messages at its heart. Um, It's longer than that, but I'm just going to leave it at that for now. Seb has read this book before. Yes. And she listened to it. So this is her second read through. Your first read through. My first read through was probably like... 
I think it was 2021. Okay. So, you know, coming out of quarantine, 2020, I was reading in 2021. Um, first time I read it, rated it five stars. Mm-hmm. This time, I think I'm more like four star. Okay. What What about you? What's your thoughts? Um, I'm a three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like 3.00, like exactly, <laughs> exactly three. three. Yeah. I feel like this book can like, oh, maybe we should summarize first. Oh yeah. Should we summarize? Okay. Are you ready? I guess so. You should know it. Yeah. You've read it twice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <gasps> three, two, one, go. Okay. This book follows Nora Seed and she is not doing great in life at the current moment in time. <laughs> Everything is going wrong. She isn't happy with her job. She doesn't have any money. She's barely making rent and just all this stuff is piling up and she's really regretting a lot of choices in her life. And so she gets fired from her job and then her cat dies and then just a lot of stuff, her relationship with her brother. And so she decides that she is going to end her life. And so she attempts to do that and then wakes up in the midnight library, which is, she's very confused. She's in this giant library and her middle or middle yeah. school library librarian is there and she is guiding her through this library. She shows her the book of regrets and it is the book. It is a book of all of her regrets throughout her life. Everything she didn't do, which was like dropping out of the swim team, quitting her band that she was in with her brother and just a bunch of other things. And then, so she figures out in this midnight library that she can go to any she can go to any parallel life mm-hmm. that is a different, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure like out. Parallel how. universe. Para- right? like, it's like a parallel universe. It's like if she had made a different choice, she can go that life and see how that different choice would have continued on and lived that life. And then as soon as she is not satisfied with that life, she gets sent back to the library. But if she finds a life that she really truly wants to live, she can stay in that life forever. So she's trying out all these lives. She becomes a rock star. She becomes an Olympian swimmer. She becomes a mom and a wife. She becomes a a scientist. Yeah, a vineyard owner. Just everything you can think of. And there's always something that she's not fully satisfied with. And um, so in the end, she comes back to the Midnight Library. Everything's kind of crashing down around her because she's tried so many lives. and Nothing's happening and her human body is dying. And uh, she realizes that she just wants to live. She wants to live in her life, in her current life, because she's realized all these things that were worth living for. And so then she returns to her current life and she wakes up and she goes to the hospital and she ends up living her Mm -hmm. current life. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. Okay. (laughs) This is a super simple read. Yes. Like... It's not difficult to understand, even though it's talking about like parallel universes. Yes. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. So what I was going to say before was that like, I feel like this book is, it really depends on what headspace you're in when you're reading yes. it. I also feel like it has to do with like a lot of things that you've been through in your life. Mm-hmm. Re- it'll read differently for you. Um, I think the, the beginning is really depressing, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, it's supposed to be because yeah. she's really depressed, but I was like, Oh man, I forgot like how like depressing this is in the beginning. Um, and I think, the, I think I did like this so much the first time I read it 
because I was kind of in a funk in mm-hmm. my life when I read it. And so getting to the end and just being like, yeah, choosing your life, mm-hmm. choosing to live your life and everything that's in it currently, like, I was like, that's a really great message. Yes. I really like that message mm-hmm. right now. Um, I feel like this time it was just like a, I don't know, maybe it, it just felt more cliche, um, but I had read it before. So yes. I don't know. It's always hard to rate when I've read it before and I loved it the first time. Yes. So I would love to know where you're coming from with your three star, which yeah. to be fair, three stars is three still is good, a great y'all. rating. Yeah. It's above half. Three is a great rating. So yeah, I think you're exactly right that it depends on your headspace when you're reading it. Yeah. And we both have let you know we're not mental health professionals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I am no stranger to the darkness. Yeah. And uh, it's, and I'm not an expert in it at all, but I read another review when I was looking for like one and two stars and this guy made some really good points. It was a one star review, but it was more serious. So not for that segment Yeah. about, um, simplifying depression to be a result of circumstance yes. as opposed to kind of flipping that. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are bold enough to write a book about depression, that's, it's good, but you're always going to run into criticism because depression can be chemical. It can be like grief related. It can be circumstantial. Mm -hmm. It can be seasonal. It can be anything. So many different things. Yeah. So I think I was a little irked by a couple things. One, I don't like reading female protagonists written by men because uh, I don't think it encompasses they don't understand females very well. Yeah. Um, two, um, it's kind of okay, you know, 13 reasons why, yeah. which literally had a panic attack watching it, but there was a lot of backlash for the show for a lot of reasons, but one of them was that the show put the you know, the death of Hannah mm-hmm. blame that entirely on like bullying. Yeah. And while the message is probably good that bullying has a really deep effect on people, mm-hmm. it's also a really simplistic way of yeah. looking at how somebody would reach that major of a decision. Yeah. And it strips the power from you. Like if for Nora Seed or for Hannah, if like their life depended on other circumstances or how other people treat you, yeah. then we're all screwed, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't like that so much um but and i found her character to be kind of whiny she was really annoying um and i also couldn't like figure her out like and again that's like a female being written by yes, a male yes um but i liked the way that he described um her love for molly mm-hmm also, I know. Gosh, I love reading my own name. Yeah, every time, because I was listening to it. Yeah. So every time I heard it, I was like, oh, Molly. I know. It's so cute. It is such a cute name. It's what such the heck? A cute name. I think you should pull a Lorelai. I think so, too. Your next daughter, Molly. Isn't that cute? Yeah, it's so cute. But also, I feel like that that gets a little sticky when you have another daughter already. I know. <laughs> because it's it like, well, why didn't Well, they've got McCarthy. Oh, true. So. That's true. It's yeah. all of me being preserved in my children. Yeah. <laughs> So we're sure as crap not naming a son Kyle. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, I do love reading my own name. Yeah. Um, but the way that she was describing how, 
I I thought it was superfluous. I guess it's important. I feel like he was needing a word count a lot of the book. Mm-hmm. Like, he sent, like, two pages describing every single life she went to. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, like, I get it. No, Like, I she know. went to a lot. I was like, when I was listening to her, I was like, are we really doing, like, yeah. is there this many? I think I would have rated it lower if I hadn't have already read it. Because oh, I don't feel like yeah. I can, I don't feel like I can swing from a five to a three, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like I have to go more in the middle. So well, that's... you can do whatever you want, Seb. It's a yeah. free space. Okay, then I think I would go 3.5. Okay. Still not, I don't think I'd quite go to three. But I yeah. do, like, I had all of these thoughts while I was reading, too. Yeah. Um, and maybe this book is really apropos for certain people going through certain things. Exactly. Like, I loved it the first time. Yeah. I thought it was so good. Yeah. And I'm not, the writing is fine. Like, the... I do really like his writing. Um, yeah. And I've read both of his nonfiction books. Um, Reasons for Staying Alive is mm-hmm. one of them. And uh, the comfort book. Yeah. And I really like those. I like them more than this. Yes. But they're nonfiction. So, and it's just like kind of advice, but not really like, it's not, they're not as self-helpy as other self-help yes. books are. They're just kind of like quotes and like things that he been, he's been through. And I think I do like this book more be- knowing that at yeah. this point, because I didn't know that in the beginning, like that he has been through a lot of darkness in his yes. own life. Yeah. Um, which you would think for someone to write this, they would have yeah. to, but you, you, you would know. hope if they're you taking hope. that yeah, exactly. risk. It'd be yeah. pretty bold. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think like people, their people's number one complaint with it was like self-help, self-help, self-help. And I don't know that it really read like self-help. Yeah. Um, I can understand that a lot of the conclusions that were drawn were like really like simplistic. Like, yeah. um, because I think the ultimate conclusion that she kept saying like 10 times at the end of the book was that essentially your circumstances don't control you. Yeah. And like, it's not, it, she said something about it's like not a prison. So, yeah. No, it never was. And yeah. that's a good thing to yeah view it that way because I think whether you're depressed or not, you can start to feel bogged down by whatever's mm-hmm. happening around you. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. And a lot of people were saying that it was like predictable, but I mean like, what other possible ending could it have been that like people would have been happy about? Like, oh yeah, yeah. she decided to stay in the life where she became a mom and was married. Like, but she just like like teleported to that. Like, yeah. you can't do that in real life. So yeah. why would that be a good choice for someone? Like, it's sweet to know that she like enjoyed it and she loved Molly. Like you yes. said. But, like, you can't just teleport to a different life. Yes. So, like, the only possible outcome was mm-hmm. that she was going to return to her life and be happy about yeah. it. Like, yeah. yeah. Predictability does not bother me. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes in thrillers either. Yeah. Anymore. I, that's, that's not the point. Yeah. The point is not to be, like, a giant twist ending. Yeah. It's no. Just exactly. Yeah. Um, and it is, you would hope that was the. Yeah. But I think that's so weird for people to be like, I guessed it. I yeah. hated it. It's like, okay. Yeah. Do you want a trophy? Yeah. I don't right. know. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I have a thought. And it, it eludes me. Um, Come on. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, this is random. This wasn't my other thought. But I wrote it down <laughs> so I wouldn't forget to say it. And I'm not even looking, so I did remember. But... I was kind of like actually laughing out loud at the end when the library was like self-destructing yeah. because of this countdown. Like there'd be this huge dialogue yeah. and then it would be like three seconds later. Yeah. It was like 10, nine. Yeah. And then like this back and forth for like a yes. minute and it'd be like seven, yeah. six. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I guess 
I don't know. I just thought that was very sad. The, the whole clock um, and her looking at her watch, all I could think about was the Polar Express when they're at oh, yeah. the North Pole and he keeps looking at his watch and he's like, or like when they're on the train and he keeps looking at his watch and he's like, oh, and it's like, it's been five minutes to midnight yes. for like three, three yes. hours. That's exactly what it <laughs> yeah. is. And I think with, I think I'm also spoiled by like Blake Crouch when it comes to this kind of concept because yeah. Blake Crouch wrote um, Dark Matter, Recursion, Upgrade, whatever. And he's very science-y. So with this, I'm like, okay, she's going to these other lives, but at what phase of her life is it? Because it seems to be a different time every time she goes somewhere. And, you know, it's the Midnight Library, but is it... Like, I feel like if you're going all these universes, it wouldn't just be at sporadic times. Yeah. Like, you would think, I would think that she would go at the exact same yes. age, at the exact same time to the other lives. Yeah, because in my head, I was like, I I feel like what would make sense is for her to switch at midnight. Yes. So she'd be, like, in uh-huh. the bed every time. And maybe yep. you just wanted more diversity of, I like, what so. was going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was kind of silly. And there was another thing that was silly. Oh, just, like, was it? Piano Kid Leo. Yeah. It, a lot of it was just like putting people in boxes. I know. Like, because he didn't take piano, now he's a criminal. Now he's a criminal. <laughs> yeah, a hardened criminal. <laughs> like, okay. I, I guess, I think it's good to keep in mind that the little things that you do can have big impacts on people. Yeah. But it's also, like, if you're counteracting depression, it's also, like, a lot of pressure to think that your decisions have that much of an impact on someone else's life. Oh, and that, like, in four different lives of hers, like, someone else in her life was dead. Yeah. that her decisions killed people in other lives. Yeah. Like, so many times. Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And I guess the the concept of infinity is, like, difficult for me to understand. Mm -hmm. Um naturally so it's not like it's not a book that I would really choose on my own even though I kind of like the premise but if I were to have designed this book like in plot and stuff I would have done more of a like medical science kind of route where it's like the things that can happen in your mind when you're near death yeah that would be very interesting to me and like the power of your subconscious mm-hmm. mind. Um, and I mean, that's, I think that's what he was getting at. Yeah. But it just wasn't really explained, especially the fact when she met um, Hugo, who yeah. was another person going yeah. through the same thing, um, which is, that's the only thing that's like, if this is in your brain, then how are you like meeting other people yeah. going through? But um, cause he had a different person in a different yes. space. It wasn't mm-hmm. a library. So that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. And I think something that was missed is if I was stepping into these lives, I would be so stressed out without knowing any context. Yeah. I was getting anxiety, but she wasn't displaying any anxiety. No. And this is not a critique on the book. Maybe she's just a super confident girl, but like walking, especially the scientist role that she walked into. Yeah. And the walking on the stage as a music, as a rock star. Yeah. And you don't know your own songs. And by the way, if there are infinity different outcomes, how are you seeing Hugo multiple times? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's not weird. that's not possible. I don't buy that. Yeah, I don't buy that either. 
So as I feel like we always do this where it ends up being like dragging the book. I don't mean to drag it because no, I, I know that people love this book. And I think if you love it, you should love it. Yes. It's not a bad message. And I loved it the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not my favorite. Yeah. I still think it's a good book. I think people will love it. Uh-huh. Some people won't like it. It it's is. Just... It's always shocking to me because what you and I are doing is we read popular books and it is always shocking the books that rise to the top mm-hmm. um, because they just wouldn't be my preference but i mean that's probably a good thing yeah <laughs> we all have different preferences yes we do do you have any other things on the book let me check my note i only wrote down like two things i don't I think. think so i did read how to stop time also um the one that that girl mentioned in the review i didn't like that one very are those much. fiction by him no that's a different book it's oh they're um, just the like same similar premise. yeah okay and then uh the invisible life of Addie larue is similar uh-huh. it's not the same concept it's a slightly different concept but similar like yeah uh, idea yeah yeah and like you know finding you know joy in your life uh-huh. versus like all the other options and stuff which is great we have thing, but done so many of this kind of book mm-hmm. yeah because the um the Jillian uh, McAllister book, the yeah, thriller, uh-huh. similar, and the when Leo was a criminal, that reminded me of that book yes. too. Yeah, yeah, it's so I understand why it's a good plot because I did I do like I'm not I didn't dread reading this at any no, point. Yeah, um, I mean it was a little slow at the beginning for me, yeah. but um, it picked up. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it was going to end with her going. I knew she obviously she's going to go back to her normal but life which is not a demerit that's yeah <laughs> just the journey y'all but i knew it was going to do that but i thought she was going to go and like ask ash out yeah. and then that's how it was going to end me too um so i i always think it's kind of nice when people don't do that mm-hmm. because um not because it's predictable but because there's a bigger focus here than like yeah romantic relationships and, like, it, it was sweet that it, her brother came too, yes and was like hey yeah i've been going through a hard time too like, yeah don't leave me though, which yeah. is sweet. So I, yeah, I liked that he went that direction and, you know, it leaves it open to interpretation. Like she probably did go talk to Ash also, or maybe he came and checked on her in the hospital, Yeah, but you didn't have to spell it out. Yeah. I like that's that. That's not the only thing that matters. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a, and Izzy, that Izzy texted her too. Yeah. yeah that was sweet. And that was sweet. Mm-hmm. This, I, one thing I did think though, is like this girl's world is small. Mm-hmm. Like you have one friend, yes. yep. you have one brother. Mm-hmm. And like, that's it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's sad to me. But there's yeah. um, I was just listening to. There's a new Noah Khan song coming out. Hold on, I have to find the lyric. Um. Oh, okay. So this is in his new song that's coming out. Uh, the lyric is "Don't let this darkness fool you. All lights turned off can be turned on." And oh, I love that. I really love that. And when it played, because there's a, a verse before that. And um, I said, oh, wow, I love that a like lot. That. That's very powerful. Yeah. So I feel like that goes with this. It does. Book very well. It does. Like, if you're struggling, mm-hmm. everything is in flux, you know? Yeah. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. Don't let this darkness fool you. Yes. I like that a lot. Yes. Things do turn around and then they turn around again. Yeah. They turn around again. Such is life. Yeah. Yep. Um,. I think that's it. Yeah. Run on Red is next. Yes. And uh, we'll 
We'll see you there. <laughs> we'll see you Follow next cup time. Of tea. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, subscribe, comment, 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 share, yeah, rate, review, wherever you get your podcasts. Send us emails. <laughs> We're still waiting on your suggestions, so send them over. We have had suggestions. Yeah, I know, but not that many. Oh uh, well, it's because we need to open it up on social media. I know. Yeah, if we say it here, people are like, they don't really want it. Okay, we'll post a comment box. And sometimes I don't really want it. Like sometimes <laughs> I don't want to read like another Colleen Hoover book ever again. Yeah. Also, if you suggest a book that we've said that we've already read or that we have talked about that we're not going to do, like we know you're not listening to the podcast. <laughs> You know which one we're going to have to do, I bet? What? It's probably more on your TikTok than mine, which it's all over mine. It's, is it Fourth Wing? Oh, what is that? Are you serious? No, I don't think I've it's seen it. It's fantasy, and it's all over my TikTok. I haven't seen it. What is it? Fantasy. That's oh, all I know. Fourth Wing? Yeah, but it has like a 4.8 on Goodreads. I've never seen that one time. It's a gold cover. Um, We have to, to do Akatar. Do we? Yeah, we do. But the problem with your fantasy series is that you're always like the second one's better yes and i'm not going to read both i know so if it can't hook me from the first then it's toast no i think the first one though like there's a lot to talk about for it so i would be really interested knowing that you're not going to continue forth and love the series the first one is a great one to like rip apart i think okay so that would be fun I think sometimes it's courteous of me to not read these books so that my reading doesn't go into the average reading with, like, all the fantasy yeah. lovers. Um, and, again, with me reading so slow, I just can't imagine that Akatar will be the one that takes up so much of my time when I have so many other books I want to read. But I just think we have to do it, so. Yeah. Well, maybe... Maybe for my birthday. Oh, that's soon, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that long. The first one's the shortest one. That's good. Yeah. Is it like under 400? I think so. That's good. Maybe. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm not doing like a 500 page book. Let me see. I feel like all fantasy books are enormous. They are. It's 419. That's That's doable. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Well, we'll we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll let you know. Don't worry. We'll talk about it. Well, thanks for listening. Have a blessed weekend. And that's the tea. tea.